there continues to be more and more connected devices. And at the helm of all of this are the virtual assistants, the brains behind smart speakers and other connected IoT devices. In order to build on these platforms, you have to learn how to code a little bit. One new technology is called Jovo, and today on 365 Tech, we're going to talk about a platform where you code once, and it builds both an Amazon Alexa app as well as an action on Google. The official terms are um, Alexa, Amazon Alexa skill and an action on Google. Let's get started. Jovo is a tool that allows you to build once and then you get both an Amazon Alexa and a Google Home skill. It also includes some simple routing, state management, integrations for databases, one of my favorites, the speech builder, and then also visual outputs. Both of those are really cool features that we'll talk a little bit about later. I stumbled upon Jovo when I was trying to look up how to solve some problems for a client I was working with, and I found out that Jovo is just going to make it significantly easier for a couple of the projects I'm working on, rather than developing two separate code bases and replicating those code bases towards both Amazon Alexa and then building another one for Google Home. With Jovo, you can just write once, and then it builds both applications for you and then even has deployment tools and it's open source. And as I was reading through the docs earlier, I saw that they're working in unit testing and it's, it's expanding in ways that really is getting me excited about the future of voice development. I've been developing Amazon Alexa and Google Home apps for about two years now. And I gotta say, to go through their five step getting started process, you do an npm install command, and then they have a couple of the command line tools for you to be able to get all of the basic, pretty much a basic bootstrap version up and running. You modify a couple lines, and it uses Express Server, um, which is a JavaScript tool, to uh, let you run a server locally, and then plug a URL endpoint into both your Google Home Di Dialogflow app and your Amazon Alexa Skills Kit endpoint to be able to test both of them without actually having to host your code anywhere. After that, they walk you through how to set it up and get your code hosted for free using AWS Lambda and then also leverage the AWS API gateway so that way using one endpoint in one code base, you can fully build out and host serverless architecture to applications. It really does cut the work in half Earlier last semester, I gave a tech talk at The Ohio State University called How to Build an Alexa Skill in 15 Minutes, and next semester I am going to go back and I'm going to redo it and I'm going to build both a Google Home and an Alexa Skill in the exact same amount of time. And I gotta say, that power for any business to be able to leverage the voice interface is, is really cool, because I am currently working out... Um, Voice First Technologies, which is a company that is going to enable me to start acting more as a project manager and leverage the massive college audience that exists at The Ohio State University who are more interested in learning how to develop and who want jobs in the voice environment but who don't currently know. So I'm educating them on how to develop and then I'm connecting them with businesses who need voice developers and I'm acting as the project manager to build out and develop these applications. So to have a tool like Jovo is going to help me to make it easier for these developers to really understand and abstract the knowledge 
and then to, to be able to spend more time developing and less time setting up initial code. If you didn't already know, I am a big proponent of open source. I love utilizing open source tools and I love giving back and providing to open source communities when I'm able to. So when Jobo is an open source tool, it it's immediately interesting to me and it immediately makes me want to go and look more into it and try to see if there's a way for me to work it in to one of my applications. Now, one of the downsides of open source generally is the lack of ability to profit. Well, that's not necessarily a downside because the community all benefits because every single person that contributes also benefits from the work received from themselves and from the other developers. But Jovo has uh, released its uh, framework for free under the Apache License 2.0, which means that you can use it for profit in any of your applications. And then they even have enterprise solutions, which allows for advanced plugins and a content management system. And a couple other things, like really customized stuff if you're an enterprise and, and want your handheld through it. But it, back to the open source. This enables the community to really shape how Jovo is, is built out. And Jovo is going to act as a framework. It is pretty much, it is the only framework for a voice platform. So this abstracts development one more level, and it's, it's going to be the go-to framework, and as the community is able to contribute back into the project and it becomes more and more solid, it's going to become easier and easier for anybody to be able to build for the voice interface. As we've seen, it's becoming less important. Websites are decreasing in value, and recently there are tools that make it easier and easier to produce websites. So developers need to figure out how to continue to repurpose their skills, to continue to grow and learn, to adapt. So that way we're being proactive with our careers rather than reactive. And one of the best ways to do that, listen to the open source community, see where the attention's at, see where people are focusing their efforts because these are the millions. These, this is the hive mind that's building out the future work. I find it really cool to find another level of abstraction. As we continue to find and solve more and more problems, we make it easier to solve the existing problems. It used to be really difficult to build an Alexa skill. It used to be really difficult to build a Google Home action. Now they've made it really easy. There are blueprints that exist for those released both by Google and Amazon respectively. But, or and on top of that, we have these frameworks which make it so that way we can develop one code base built in JavaScript and then it publishes and builds into two applications. You can package them, you can distribute them, you can do it, oh, you can do, it's released open source and is being upgraded. It only makes me wonder what's next as it continues to become easier. What if we could automatically create Google actions in Alexa skills based off of websites or specific applications? The easier it is to, to translate code into something that Alexa can read and understand and create a conversation around, the easier it is for people with who aren't able to access the web interface, or I'm sorry, the traditional web interface of laptops and desktops and mouse and keyboards, giving them a voice in the web and giving them a presence in this new reality that humanity is creating. Two of my favorite features with the framework are the speech and visual output builders because it's difficult to create audio and visual output on Alexa. One of the things that I really like to build are video game uh, skills so that I can talk with the video games as though and actually use soundboards. 
but it's very difficult to include audio files and MP3s on both Google Home and Alexa. But with this, you're able to directly link in these, and you can. it's much easier. The code is much simpler because they've abstracted the level of thinking one level. With the visual output, we can create titles and we can add text so that devices like Amazon uh, Alexa Show and the um, Google Assistant on, on my phone and and other smart displays have one unified form of code. This is going to not only help developers to code, but it's also going to feed back into Google and into Amazon. These companies, as these companies start to see what it is that people are developing towards, and when we see a unified framework of these are the design metaphors that developers enjoy using, and this is the design metaphors that work for people. We can continue to decide, okay, this is how we want assistance to be designed to take place in our lives. This is what I mean when I say collaborative AI, 365 tech. Everybody is deciding it right now. Me as a developer, in the tools that I choose, in how people decide whether or not they like titles, or if they'd prefer videos to be shown on the show, or if Google decides to let Amazon use YouTube. These are all decisions, these are all small decisions that influence things. My past two clients were built around mindfulness applications using Google Home and Amazon Alexa to try to make people more mindful and to spread random acts of kindness. This is shaping Google to understand kindness and compassion. We each are deciding how we want the future AIs to believe, what kind of benefits we want, what kind of priorities they are going to have. Just be part of the conversation, have an opinion, and have a beneficial discussion where we're not putting each other down, but instead we're trying to get a broader perspective. We're trying to contain more arguments into the discussion. That way we can just be more informed. With more data comes better decisions.